0: Thank you Shamujid for joining in uh, the geeky pod with Manus and uh, uh, giving you time for this session
1: Thank you so much Manush for having me in your wonderful show. The pleasure is all mine
0: <laughs> okay so uh what are you up to nowadays uh, if you can say
1: okay so um, <clears throat> career wise so currently uh, I very recently I have uh, moved to the product management the database product management domain of my current organization mm-hmm. and here i am uh, leading uh, my migration department i mean currently working as a head of uh, database migration factory so yeah kind of uh, new work interesting work bring good and what is going in your life
0: same uh-huh. i'm busy interacting with people and learning new things okay so nice yeah so uh, after you completed your BTEC, right? You went to a technical yes. uh, domain. So uh, from then on till now, what changes you have done in your career so that you have reached in this current position? Okay,
1: uh, so basically, as you know that uh, just after finishing my uh, BTEC from I mean NIT Agartala, so I joined um, one of the service-based organizations mm-hmm. and i learned many new things there i mean how does the software industry work i mean what are the so called development things and how does a project work something like that and uh, i mean got very uh, i mean clear view of uh, the industry the it industry uh, different software things and all stuff then after spending around uh, 3 years in that organization i decided to uh, switch to another product based organization And in that product-based organization, uh, I was trying to figure out multiple things like uh, which domain I should uh, choose. And uh, I mean, just to figure out those things, I uh, uh, worked on various domains. I mean, uh, starting from development, then consulting, then knowledge management. And uh, in between, uh, when I uh, realized that Maybe, uh, I mean, in terms of career advancement or to, I mean, um, gain some leadership uh, skills, I need to do an MBA. Mm-hmm. So I have done my research on various things and joined an organization. I mean, at college, and then in parallel, I was doing my postgraduate program in management and currently pursuing the global MBA as well. So then, uh, I mean, as soon as I've completed my postgraduate program in management from IMT Ghaziabad, so I uh, uh, made another switch into product management. And I mean, yeah, it actually helped me in this career transition. Uh, So, if I want to phrase it in a single line, that uh, before I mean getting into this management domain, I have uh, checked various other domains available and uh, where I can, I mean, really uh, match my skills or I mean, where I enjoy my work, something like that. So, yeah, so pretty much I have uh, in this journey of seven, eight years, pretty much I have worked in various domains. I mean, uh, software development, consulting, everything, something like that.
0: You, basically, you had flavor of all uh, SDLC. Yeah,
1: I just wanted to, yeah, yeah, yeah. because um, I was not quite sure. I mean, maybe still I'm not, but I have a little bit more clarity <laughs> now, but I was not uh, quite sure that, I mean, uh, maybe it was not giving me enough satisfaction, a particular domain or something like that. I wanted to explore more things. I still want to explore many other things, but I'll, now after doing the postgraduate program in management, I have a uh, little bit more clarity on different things. So this is what I. saying okay basically
0: okay okay so like you mentioned that you have completed your management degree so what prompted you to go for management degree because you are already in a technical domain so from then on to higher position
1: Uh, yeah so obviously one thing is like uh uh, i mean i wanted to explore the scope of career advancement and um and one thing i realized that I'm, i'm i'm always very curious about multiple things okay So, I mean, when I was uh, working as a software developer, I was enjoying my work, but I'm not, I was not getting that, uh, what do you say, feel of satisfaction. Okay. At the end of the day, I wanted to know more. I mean, how the software I'm developing, how is it going into the market? Why people are buying it? Because when I was in that uh, development domain, I was just building softwares or giving consultations, something like that but not beyond that point i always wanted to know i mean what happens when i uh, all, my team develops the software then then what is the, what are the next steps so then after doing a lot of research then i wanted got to know that okay if if i get into that management domain or i mean business administration kind of thing then i'll get other flavors of it i mean how a corporate works i mean how these policies are built how you i mean negotiate with partners to or or, or convince them to uh, buy your product something like that i all, i wanted to have that flavor so and also it was not uh, very much possible for me at that point in time to leave my job and go for a full time mba kind of thing so after doing a lot of research after talking to multiple people i got to know that okay maybe uh, i mean doing an mba in parallel i mean online or virtual mba would uh, help me in 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 achieving the goals i'm having or at least uh i mean get a clear idea in my mind that okay this is what i want to do and this is why i want to do it something like that yeah
0: that's okay. that's
1: why i uh opted for this one yeah
0: okay so you mentioned that you have come done uh i mean virtual mba so was it uh, your current company sponsored
1: okay so though, okay let me just um give you a clear idea about it uh, i have come i mean this is a dual degree program which i opted for it combine. I mean, it can, it includes a postgraduate program in management, this certificate plus a global MBA certificate. Okay. So my postgraduate program in management has been completed. I received the certificate already. Mm-hmm. My global MBA is I'm, I'm still doing it. I mean, uh, it will be completed in a few months in coming months. And the second thing is like, uh, whether my organization has sponsored this, uh, I mean, uh, degree or not. No i have i mean there was a scope of getting sponsorship but i have not taken it because um, then there are some other terms and conditions involved and mm-hmm. so which i did not want to get into so i did not uh, i mean go for the sponsorship kind of thing it was a bit hectic for me to manage uh, my work and i mean uh, along with this parallel and but i believe that or I, I i what i feel that it was worth it to be very honest so yeah no sponsorship uh, done it on my own yeah
0: okay so uh as you have mentioned already there is a post uh, graduation part and there is a global mba so how is it different from the conventional mba and uh, the virtual MBA? how both are different from each other
1: okay so uh, when we talk about conventional mbas i mean we know that there are many colleges offering a full-time mba program okay but again um uh, among those many colleges we we uh, prefer like certain IIMs or accelerate something like that. I mean, the flagship colleges are in flagship courses. Again, mm-hmm. the case is same for online MBAs as well. There are many organizations who offer online MBAs, but I mean, uh, I mean, each and every organization doesn't offer you that quality of education. Okay. I mean, you will not get, uh, I mean, the foolproof program in an online model also. So the basic difference is like if you are doing your online MBA, from a good reputed college, then the only difference is there that you are doing all the things virtually. That's it. Every other curriculum is same. But in terms of uh, flexibility, while you are doing online MBA, you will be more flexible towards the curriculum thing and all you can postpone a few things. Okay, so there are there is no rigid timelines. I mean, there are rigid timelines, but you can negotiate on those timelines because they know that the batch which is doing the online MBA, they are all working professionals mainly. So they uh, have set up the curriculum in a way uh, that all the working professionals get the flexibility of doing, uh, I mean, uh, continuing this course at their own pace. Okay. So something like that.
0: Mm.
1: And uh, uh, the cost is uh, a little bit on the lower side as compared to the conventional MBA programs. Okay. So, I mean, uh, again, it depends what is your ambition. Okay. Yeah. If you want to uh, be a part of that commercial aspect of this conventional MBA, that you just finish your course and then uh, I mean get into that domain of getting placements and all stuff, maybe you should go for a conventional MBA. But for me, online MBA was preferred because I wanted to, uh, I mean, uh, switch inside my organization. Uh, to be very honest, I mean to uh, higher up the ladder inside my organization. I didn't want to go outside the organization, and I mean, because I had uh, a different kind of mindset that, uh, if I do it, I am doing it for my own learning so that I can grow as a person to be very honest. I did not have any other expectation other than, uh, getting a good learning out of it. So that's why I opted for it. And this is how it is different. I mean, uh, you will get to know every aspect of MBA program, but, uh, everything will be happening virtually. So that's the difference. Okay.
0: Okay. So when you say everything will be happening virtually, so is it like, like normally in conventional full-time course, everyday classes happens. Right, so uh, is it like that, or it happens on weekends?
1: Yeah, so so the curriculum is set in a way that you have to uh, spend at least five, six, or seven hours every day. Okay, but live classes are not happening every day. Live classes are happening on weekends, and in 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 uh, during the weekdays, uh, you will be getting uh, uh, the recorded sessions, which are usually uh, I mean uh, very useful. And if you have any doubts on those recorded session, you can schedule one-to-one sessions with the uh, faculties. So, but there's another beautiful thing about this online MBA, which I'm doing that you will not only get to know the college professors, you will get to know the industry leaders. So if I uh, name few startups or few uh, companies, which are doing really well, uh, like Flipkart or Amazon, something like that, we get people or leaders from those organizations who come and, uh, teaches teachers, I mean, various aspects of the startups or, or how uh, industry works, something like that. So we, we get many flavors here. I mean, not only via the college professors also via the industry leaders, something like that.
0: Okay. Okay. So, uh, like, uh, when you say MBA, like MBA has different, uh, aspects, like someone goes for HR, someone goes for marketing, someone goes for sales. Yes. Right. So which uh, domain you have uh, chosen? Okay, so, uh, <clears throat> or if you can I elaborate think... because uh, in MBA also in broader category, how many are there?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, there are uh, multiple categories. Now, uh, with this online MBA thing growing uh, rapidly. So there are many other categories included recently. Okay, like, I mean, if I talk about the formal categories, something like general management is one is HR. Okay, then the third thing is you can say the finance. Um, and then uh, leadership and strategy. Uh, so my area of expertise or domain is leadership and strategy. Okay, And general management. So this is my area. And now uh, with the advancement of this online technology, online e-learning things. So there are many other things, many other domains like digital marketing, entrepreneurship, you can do 18 months, 16 months, MBAs and all stuff. So these are, the, these are basically the primary uh, what do you say um, uh, i mean uh, specialization branches of this mba thing mm-hmm. no.
0: okay now uh, you mentioned that two part of this online uh, degree right so what is that global mm-hmm. mba what do you mean by global mba is it m- kind of uh, gmat
1: yeah okay so the global mba like uh, this core i mean the degree will be accepted uh, in india as well as in, uh, I mean, what do you say, uh, globally across many countries. Okay. Mm -hmm. And in this global MBA, you will be taught uh, the international business uh, as as part, as part of, I mean, main aspect of the secondary program. Okay. So, so so this is all about the global MBA, you will be working on different global projects. Okay. Here, but the main part is the degree will be accepted throughout uh, any country, something like that. I mean, who all are part of this accreditation approval process.
0: Okay. Okay,
1: understand. Okay. I mean, you can consider it as a normal MBA only, but uh, this term global, I mean, makes it more relevant for uh you to apply for different positions across the globe. That's it.
0: Okay, so with uh, with. This uh, advent of this e-learning and uh, degree, virtual degrees. Do you think future in future most of the degrees which are available right now, like uh, bachelor's degree and uh, master's degree, those will also. There is a chance that it, technical degrees I'm mentioning will also become online, or maybe it's already there.
1: There are. Uh, I mean, there are many degrees available. Not only the management degrees, and there are many technical degrees available online. But uh, I will not say that. It is certainly the future of education I mean, we should not see it this way, but maybe we can uh, make it a hybrid learning kind of experience. I mean, where traditional uh, schools or colleges can have a flavor of a certain part of it. I mean, uh, it would be a hybrid model that people are going to colleges also are taking advantage of this uh, online courses and stuff like that. So the, the colleges, the schools need to adapt these things. Okay. And also, when we talk about the online courses or in learning, it is something like it is it can be successful when where the infrastructure is good. Okay, uh, if we talk about uh, metro cities and all stuff, the infrastructure is good, you have a uh, good flawless internet access, you can uh, make it a success there. But what about the rural areas?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: where people are not even having a good flavor of internet there, the access is not that much good. So I mean, Uh, It should not be that, okay, uh, from tomorrow onwards, everything will be online. It should not be like that. But, uh, I mean, uh, it should uh, inspire the government to, I mean, uh, develop the infrastructure and then make it a hybrid kind of thing where uh, you will get both the flavors. But obviously, one thing is there that, uh, I mean, going to a physical college and having, uh, I mean, uh, the flavor of this things that uh, sitting with your fellow college mates and batch mates and having a club this is a complete different uh, kind of
0: um, experience
1: experience so people should have it
0: yeah okay Uh, so uh, at this current uh, situation so what do you think people should keep in mind before they start up for any uh, higher study or higher degree Uh, what should they go for like what what should motivate them uh, so that they go for a particular degree
1: Okay, I mean, uh, there are many motivating factors. But one thing I would like to tell that before you decide on taking up any higher studies or something like that, it should not be that your friend is doing it. That's why you are doing it should not be that, obviously, for sure. But if you should do it, if you really want to do it, if you see a value of doing it, because it is not sure if your friend has got a good opportunity after completing the course, and you will also be getting that opportunity. I mean, it is not certainly sure. Okay, no one is giving you that assurance. So you'll be if you are not liking the course, if you if you are just doing it for the sake of doing it, then don't do it. You invest your time and energy in doing other things. Okay, so I mean, uh, I mean, I'm not sure whether I should give my example here, but I have invested around five to six years time just to think whether I should do the MB or not. When I felt right. that it is ideal for me to do it now, and I know myself, and I thought that yeah, even if I do it from, um, I mean, a college which is not in in India, I mean, if even if I do it by uh, online, it would not impact me because I know that I'm doing it to learn uh, more about the program. Okay. I mean, how does uh, this business administration works and all stuff like that. So uh, I mean, so I was confident in that saying that was, I have opted for this course. I mean, if you are willing to do it, do it, um, I mean, if you really want to do then only you do it. Otherwise you don't do it. This is what I wanted okay. to say. Okay.
0: Yeah, so uh, you'll see there is a trend. It's not new, but it was there from a long time. Uh, Either you go for MS or you go for MBA.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So these two have become an escape mechanism for techies like us. Right. So, uh, but it should not be uh, like if your friend is going, you're also going. Right. So, uh, there should be a particular purpose behind which you are running. And yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, uh, as you mentioned that you are into leadership uh, category of MBA, you are doing that already. So do you think that startups which are coming up right now in India, so a lot of startups are coming up daily almost at a rate, and uh, a lot of startups are getting closed as well. So do you think there is a lack of uh, leadership capabilities in the uh, founders which is causing this trend?
1: Yeah, so uh, again, the thing here is... uh, uh, as I have not started in organization, so uh, maybe I am not the right person to comment on the leadership skills, but one thing is there that obviously we know that India is a startup hub now, and there are many unicorns being built and, and all stuff, but uh, I mean, as an active investor in the stock market, and uh, I mean, as I mean, what do you say as a leader in my organization, I mean, uh, working on many other things. So I can say one thing here that uh, I mean, Indian startup ecosystem is good, but many startups uh, are struggling because of that revenue generation uh, model, or uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, in terms of getting enough infrastructure support and all stuff. So that's why they are uh, not succeeding the way they are supposed to succeed okay and obviously it is happening due to the leaders lack lack in that management skill something like that because leaders are not managing their resources properly when they are uh, generating um, a hit in a particular quarter or uh, i mean uh, they are uh, uh, taking resources they are onboarding resources and then again when the loss hits them they just fire people something like that Mm -hmm. So ideally, it should not be the case. We have recently seen uh, many organizations across the globe have done the same thing. I mean, it is not only about uh, new age startups, like the startups, which are there. I mean, I mean, who have become now a full fledged organization. They have also done the same thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, they have hired uh, many people when the profit was uh, sky high or skyrocketing, something like that. And then when they hit a certain number in terms of loss, they have fired people. Okay, mm-hmm. ideally it should not be the case, and and uh, if we want to give examples of good leadership skills, I mean we can take a name like company like Zoho, where they have openly told that uh, firing people would be the last option. To be very honest, mm-hmm. I mean we will. I mean, I mean manage our expenses this way that we are not in the process of hiring and firing people. Okay, so yeah, obviously, I mean the point which you have raised, yes, there is a lack in leadership skills i mean people are not um i mean uh, managing the uh, organizations well they are not planning their expenses well that is why this is happening otherwise if you uh, i mean plan it properly so there will be no need of firing people i mean something like that
0: yeah okay uh, so having said all this so what do you think of the current startup ecosystem in india like where is it going yeah
1: i mean uh as i mentioned earlier that india is a hub of startup ecosystem so they are doing pretty good but if we can uh, you know fix the issues related to the uh, revenue generation process infrastructure development this kind of things then maybe uh, we will be world leader in i mean hosting and generating startups, something like that yeah so but yeah again uh, it takes time uh, i mean and uh, it will be fixed soon yeah
0: yeah Okay. okay, so uh, since being in the stock market and uh, you're also seeing the market from a company perspective, which uh, uh, domain of startup will be the next future, do you think?
1: Mm, I mean, uh, the technology will always be uh, getting the priority. I mean, mm. uh, of the new age technologies, the auto- automation, obviously, will always get those priorities and... If you see uh, the other, I mean, uh, 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 the evolution in that uh, uh, lithium-ion battery sector, I mean, uh, electric Mm -hmm. e-vehicles. So uh, if you can uh, uh, manage that sector in a proper way, then it would be an ideal thing for the new upcoming generations, obviously. So the software market will always be there uh, with the new incoming technologies and the EV sector yeah all those things
0: okay okay uh so now coming back to uh the business administrations right so uh you you mentioned that you have taken four to five years to decide on right so uh for that when you uh suggest to someone who is trying to get into the same zone how he or she should uh, go for selecting any online degree what are the criteria they should look for If there, because various other providers are available in the market, right? So, what should they look for?
1: The one thing would be the track record. I
0: -hmm. mean,
1: you can check. I mean, everything is available online. That uh, you can check. uh, LinkedIn is a very useful profile. I mean, you can check the uh, past uh, college histories of people who have uh, obtained the degree from the college you are looking for to having your degree from. And then you can check what are those people doing now after getting a degree online? What are, what are those people doing now? I mean, if, if LinkedIn will not tell you a, I mean, a, a false thing. I mean, we will we'll see the real time updates there. OK, I mean, what kind of career progression has happened? I mean, because uh, in the brochures, colleges may lie. I mean, they may manipulate things like, OK, we have done this, given this one placements and all stuff. But in the LinkedIn where you can see the real time updates, you can see the um, career related updates of people who have passed out from the same college or who has obtained a uh, same online degree you can talk to them you can ping them in linkedin you can talk, i mean uh, talk to them or maybe you can reach out to your college peers college seniors college batchmates those who are doing the offline courses or maybe someone who is doing online courses so so basically what i am trying to say here is uh, i mean communication should be your key of deciding these things okay so you should communicate to multiple people I mean, discuss this thing with multiple people and then decide. And also, the most important part of it like, um, you have to, um, I mean, find out your purpose here. I mean, why you are going to do this program? How flexible are you in uh, attending online classes? I mean, uh, how will you be able to manage it while working full time? So, I mean, all these things you have to uh, check. Okay. Okay.
0: I understand. So, uh... So, overall, how, how much duration is the course like? I mean, mean to max?
1: Mm, it's a two year course, okay. But mm-hmm. uh, while doing the, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the program which I have taken, okay. Mm-hmm. You can put certain uh, uh, I mean, modules on hold. Suppose you mm-hmm. have uh, extensive work pressure or you have some personal issues, you cannot continue it. Uh, I mean, even then, put certain modules on hold maybe for one month or two months or three months or six months something like that because um we'll be having some dedicated student mentor assigned to you you can talk to the mentor you can discuss your problems that what problems you are facing in uh, completing the course then you can put this thing on hold and i have seen this um, uh, I mean, after discussing with uh, many of my friends who, are do- who were doing a master's program in USA or Germany, something like that. So they were also used to put um, their courses on hold for a certain mm. period of time, because they were involved in multiple other things as well. They were, uh, I mean, earning a living or they were doing a part time job, something like that. And they used to put their um, certain modules on hold. But there is a timeline that you have to finish it within five years of time or three years of time, something like that. It varies college to college, but yeah, you can put things on hold because again, we have to remember when we are doing an online MBA or executive MBA, we are working professionals. We have some certain, uh, I mean, commitments to fulfill. So uh, doing everything exactly within two years, maybe not possible always, but yeah, I mean, there are flexible, I mean, as I mentioned, there are online uh, I mean uh, courses give you a, a good flexibility. Where you can choose your own curriculum things and
0: all. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but it's a two-year program. It's a two-year program. Okay. Okay. So, uh, in terms of work, uh, right? So, when you manage your work, also your education also. So, there are uh, certain uh, countries which has adopted uh, three-day per week work policy. Like, UK recently successfully conducted uh, with the 400 companies and all. So, what do you think of those kind of uh, uh, policies? Yeah, so
1: these are good policies, absolutely. But no, maybe not ideal for Indian working situations. Okay, uh-huh. I've seen uh, many service-based organization employees. I mean, mm-hmm. talking about their extended workers and all stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, just uh, uh, think about it. Okay, uh, suppose one organization which is uh, in India for last twenty years or so and they are going at their own pace and now they are working out. I mean, and they they, they uh, follow that five day in a week working uh, thing. this thing. Okay. Now, um, uh, in that organization, uh, the employees are already overworked. They are sometimes working for more than 10, 12, 13 hours. Okay. Now, if the same organization now opts for that three days in a week work policy. Now, what will happen? I mean, uh, Just for saying it, we can say, yeah, it's a good policy, good work-life balance, but actually what will happen? The same employees will be overworked with like 15, 16, 20 hours of work per day, something like that, because they have to manage the deliverables, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, three days in a week work or four days in a week um, kind of proposals are good, but it needs to be implemented very carefully that Mm -hmm. instead of reducing the mental stress, you should not be uh, I mean, uh, increasing it. Okay. I mean, I mean, you should not be doing it, end up doing it. Okay. So, I mean, it should be ideally implemented after doing a lot of R and D, uh, and a lot of pilot programs. It should not be like, you have woken up one day and like from this week onward, this is a three day work. No, it should not, it uh-huh. will not work like this. Okay. Because I mean, we have seen with, I mean, people, I mean, many organizations, I mean, many organizations are not well-structured. They do not care about employees. There are many organizations in India. So, if it is applied across regions, it will end up creating a mess. To be very honest, but there are certain organizations who already provide a uh, good, very good work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can consider, uh, I mean, piloting these projects with other organizations, other companies which are not uh, doing it properly. So then, maybe gradually we can, um, I mean, think in that area of making it a three-day week, something like that. But again, uh, it will not be possible to do it across all the regions, because uh, there are many uh, sectors, uh, I mean, like healthcare sector, something like that, which uh, will uh, take some more time. Uh, in, I mean, in getting it transited into this kind of things, this kind of uh, policies.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so as you mentioned, the Indians as a whole, as ecosystem of uh, uh, IT companies or private companies are overworked, right? So do you think that yeah. is causing mental health issues? Because I have seen people absolutely. who are suffering from various diseases because of stress and mental health.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, and the second thing is, uh, most of the Indians are not paid well. I mean, mm-hmm. if you are paid well, Uh, even if there is a stress, I mean, it will not impact you that much for a longer period of time, maybe sometimes. I mean, ideally, I mean, if you're overworked, then obviously, it will impact your mental health for sure. But again, um, I mean, along with this um, uh, overwork kind of situation, you are not getting paid well. So then, I mean, where will it go? I mean, where will the stress go? I mean, obviously, it will impact you. Yes, yes, this is impacting people. And I have seen now many organizations are taking care of these things and it's a good initiative, but uh, it is not happening across uh, all the cities, across all the organizations. No, but ideally it should should be uh, done across all the organizations. I mean, I mean, government should take care of it. I mean, so that employees are treated well, they are paid well. There should be a pay parity, which is not there clearly. That's Mm -hmm. why we see that in Indian service organizations, service based organizations, Mm, they get many support projects, development projects. They hire a lot of people altogether, but they do not pay them well. If I mean, I have seen, uh, I mean, recently I've seen many uh, of the organizations, I'm not obviously uh, taking the names, uh, offering, um, I mean, pressures, a 3.5, 3.6 LPA as salary. It was mm-hmm. there eight years ago also. It was They were offering 3.5 LPA eight years ago also. But every, I mean, I mean, how can you do it? I mean, considering the inflation and this, um, I mean, increase in prices, how can you do it to the people? I mean, so I mean, uh, they should uh, be working on the moral values first uh, before overworking people with uh, these things. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I think government should interfere in all those things in strategizing the manpower management, this kind of things. Yeah, and 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 the organizations should have uh, a very good leadership. Uh, in the supervisory board, so that they can decide these factors. Because at the end of the day, the organizations, uh, what can, the kind of revenue they are generating, it all because of the employees, their manpower. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you do not treat your manpower well, then how will you um, uh, succeed in your area? So yeah, it should be like that. And and everyone should take references from the European companies who treat their employees really well. Most of the European companies, because their labor laws are very strict. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, take inspiration from them, the India based organizations mainly.
0: Okay. Yeah. So other than uh, your work life and your, uh, I mean, course that you are undergoing. So do you have this habit of studying uh, books, reading books? Uh,
1: Yes. 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 I I do read a lot of books recently. uh, I mean, due to work pressure and this, uh, I mean, MBA, so I have reduced. This thing, but uh, but I I have a habit of reading books. I mean, yeah, so, yeah. so I, I take inspiration from books. Yeah.
0: So in that case, like, what kind of books that you uh, like to read? And if you have any books in your mind which you would like to suggest me to read or someone who is watching this video to read?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, the Netflix founder read his things. I mean, you will get a No Rule Rules book. That that's one of the books and. Uh, there is one book on entrepreneurship by subhroto Bhakchi. you can you mm-hmm. can you can read those books these are very good books and 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 very recently i have come across another book called uh, doglapan by our very famous uh, uh, shark india shark that ashvin Rover. so yeah. it will, uh, the doglapan book um, the name seems funny but um, uh, i mean i cannot remember uh, i mean uh, a book which I have read very recently, which has that much of fun in it. I mean, it is very, um, what do you say, uh, very much interesting to read. You will not feel low at any point. Uh, it's a good read throughout.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Now, uh, uh, what will you suggest to yourself given a chance, given a time machine, you go back in time, what will you suggest to your younger self, uh, what you could have done better that you did not do, uh, what will you suggest to yourself, younger mm-hmm. self?
1: Okay. Uh, so, um, initially when I was starting my career in this, uh, IT industry, or maybe during my college days, we, I used to, a lot of think about this thing. I mean, what people will think, I mean, that low hang anger zone. (laughs) So uh, now when I'm growing in my career, I have understood or realized it, I would say that it doesn't matter. So, uh, So I would suggest this to uh, the people who are just uh, going out of college. I would have given this suggestion to my younger self also that don't get into that zone of look or what people will think Mm -hmm. and and don't take life uh, way too much seriously. Okay. I mean, I mean, uh, this is life. you should be running at your own pace. You should be doing things which are like uh, good for you. I mean, uh, if you enjoy your work, I mean, if you are enjoying a particular thing, you should continue doing it. Not I mean, you should not take life too seriously stating that, okay, he's doing, he's achieving that much amount of things and why I'm not doing it. I mean, maybe you will do it. Eventually, you will end up doing it. It's fine. But uh, take it lightly, take things lightly. Uh, uh, I mean, don't uh, stress y- yourself with multiple things altogether. I mean, if you uh, are willing to do something you do it uh, if you're not willing to do something I we mean, don't do it that's fine that's completely fine but uh, don't do things just because someone else is doing it or everyone else is doing it so don't do it i mean yeah this kind of uh, guidance i would be I, i'd be happy to give it to the younger generation yeah
0: okay okay so with this we're at the end of our session today thank you Shamuji, for sharing all your views and opinions
1: yeah thank you so much manush for inviting me uh, on your podcast so it was a nice uh, interaction i think we have spoken for that long after so many years maybe yeah, so yeah. i really appreciate you doing this and i mean your channel is really helping a lot of people so may you get a lot of progress in this domain and and, and yeah all the best manush for your thank you. i mean this video thank you so much thank you. manush bye 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 bye